0: It's time again for the Mortgage Minute with Doug Krause, brought to you by Financial Residency. Doug has been a mortgage lender for over 20 years and specializes in physician loans. He is with BMO Bank and wrote a book called The Hippocratic House to educate physicians on home loans. You can request your free copy at DougKrause.com. You can call or text Doug anytime at 816-728-3631. Or email him at doug.kraus at bmo.com. Now get ready for today's episode of Mortgage Minute. Welcome back to the Mortgage Minute. I'm your host, Doug let This week I want to talk about APR, which stands for annual percentage rate. And I know I've talked about this one maybe not that long ago, but it's a constant topic of don't understand it. The last loan officer I just talked to doesn't understand it or at least couldn't explain it. So I want to give it my best shot to help you better understand. So your mortgage payment is always based on your interest rate. So there is a difference between an interest rate and an APR, which is a government-required disclosure of your rate that breaks down the actual cost of the mortgage. So fixed rates are pretty simple. If you had a 6% 6% rate, and then you had no closing costs and no per diem interest. And I what by closing costs I mean no lender fees, then your rate and your APR should be the same. If you have, let's say, and just, let's take a simple example. Let's say a hundred thousand dollar loan with a rate of six percent, and then you have a thousand dollars in lender fees. One of the ways that your APR is affected is Let's say your mortgage payment was $650 and $100,000. Now let's take that $1,000 in lender fees and subtract it from your $100,000. If your payment was still $650, which it's going to be, you know, you're still borrowing $100,000. But we're taking out to say you're only going to net and walk away with $99,000 after the lender fees. Then if your payment was six fifty and your loan amount was 99000 of course, that's going to correlate to a higher interest rate. That's what an APR is trying to disclose to you. It's not quite as simple as just the lender fees because there's also per diem interest. I do not like this. I think it's very confusing. And unfortunately, at the end, when a loan's closed, everybody's going to land at the same place. But when you're shopping lenders up front, and you get a long estimate if one lender shows you one day of per diem interest the other one shows you 30 days of per diem interest there's a lot bigger difference in that number that's just like the lender fee going to get subtracted from the net amount of your net loan proceeds effectively making your interest rate or your apr rather higher an ATR from one lender to the next taking out the exact same loan with the exact same rate and the exact same lender fees could have a different APR if one is disclosing one day of interest, the other is disclosing 30. Ultimately, you're picking the closing date. So both lenders are going to have the same number of per diem interest. However, how that's disclosed to you upfront could skew the numbers. Not very much. So I don't think it's a big deal. I think they should either regulate and say every lender has to disclose it with one day or 15 days or 30 or whatever it is. But to my knowledge, I think on an initial estimate, they can disclose it however they want. Now, if we have a close date and know how many days of per diem interest you have, that's different. We're going to disclose it with the actual number of days, but if you ask for a loan estimate and don't have an actual close date then you know its apr can be affected based on how many days are put in there so looking at adjustable rates this becomes much more complicated and the reason for that same principles in effect here however it also has to take into account that your future interest rate is going to change we don't really know what that's going to be so i'm going to take an example of a adjustable rate mortgage that starts at six today and then you're seeing aprs of six and a half or six and three quarters well generally speaking the closer the apr is to the interest rate implies that the lender fees are relatively low or the the closer the two are the lower the lender fees Adjustable rate mortgages throw a little bit of a monkey wrench into this, and the fact that we don't even know what the future rate's going to be, so all we can do is use what it would be if it was changing today. So let's say the future rate for years eight through thirty, we're going to be six and three quarters. Now the APR has to take into account that thousand dollar lending fee, the per diem interest that we're utilizing, plus. Now it's going to average seven years at 6%, your start rate, and 23 years at, say, six and a half or whatever that number is. So that really muddies the waters. And a year ago, the indexes were so low on adjustable rates that, let's say you had a seven cents arm or a seven more arm that's starting at three or three and a half percenter. And then they had, such a low index that after you added the margin to them, the rates on years eight through thirty were actually going to be lower. So the APR on an ARM at that point was really low compared to the interest rate. I mean, you could actually quote rates that the APR was below the start rate. But now you're seeing, you know, adjustable rate mortgages that are probably on a silver base, which. Typically are the arms that end in a six, meaning like a seven, six, it's fixed for seven years going to adjust every six months after the first seven years. Those are typically sofer based. Those generally speaking have a 2.75 or 3% margin. And that's what's the fixed number that's going to get added to the index. That's the variable. That's the SOFR, the future rate. And a year ago, The SOFR was probably 0.05. Today, it sits at like 4.55. So you can imagine 0.05 plus 2.75 was giving you a future indicated rate of 2.8 versus today, 4.55 plus 2.75 now gives you a future interest rate of 7.3. Same principle for the treasury base. They typically have a little bit smaller adjustment. I should say not adjustment they have a typically a little bit smaller margin, which sometimes is 2%, but the index, many of them are like a one-year constant maturity treasury, and that that number is probably in the plus 5 range, so add two points to that is what most of those have for a margin, so they're also adjusting into the plus 7% range, so... That's why you're seeing on adjustable rate mortgages, APRs that have a big spread. It's not necessarily because there's big discount points, which takes me back to that fixed rate example that was assuming lender fees were very close. Again, my example of $1,000 or $1,150 does not take into account the fact that lenders get credits that don't like this either. Like... My bank gives a purchase credit and it ranges from as low as $800 to as high as $2,000. They don't actually take that into account because if they did, the $2,000 credit against $1,150 lender fees is negative $850. And that's what's really happening. But you don't get credit for the $2,000 when the APR is being calculated. And if we did... On a fixed rate mortgage, my APR actually might be lower than my actual note rate. Neither here nor there. Going back to the adjustable rate, another factor that, you know, changes those is say it's a five year arm versus a 10 year arm. Now you're looking at five years at the fixed rate and 25 years at that future variable rate versus 10 years at the fixed rate and then 20 years at the future variable rate. So, A 10-6 arm, at the moment, because of the future rate being higher, probably has a lower APR than a 5-6 arm does. And again, that's because the 5-6 arm is, say, five years at 6% and then 25 years at a plus 7% rate versus the 10-6 only has 20 years at the plus 7% rate. That rate is really to be determined. You don't really know what it's going to be because it has the limitations that the caps put on it but you don't know where rates are really going to be five years out other than it can't go higher than the worst case pricing which generally speaking most of them have a cap of your rate can never end up more than five percent over the start rate can't blanket say that's true of everybody but that's generally the way the market works if we weren't talking about doctor loans then PMI would also affect your APR, but since doctor loans don't have PMI, not really factoring that in. So anyway, I hope that helps uh, better explain APR and feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can find me at Doug can also reach me at 862-DOCTOR-LOANS, eight six two three seven five six two six seven. 6267 And I appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you next week.